<laughs> Yay! Um, I'd like to welcome to the podcast today, Philip Coach Peltow. I like it. We'll just call you Coach. Sweet. Is the co-founder and CCO of Firestorm. With over 20 years experience in relationship selling roles, he's an expert in developing relationships. Philip is now using that to help small business owners grow their companies through strategic partnerships. Short and sweet. I like it. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited you could come. Totally. So my first question, always the same. Okay. What was your first job and what did you want to be when you grew up? All right, so I'll give you two answers because there's a, like an official and an unofficial. All right. <laughs> so the first way that I made money was selling fireworks and stink bombs on the playground mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I was in like third grade. Uh-huh. Yep. And bought me a couple trips to the principal's office. That's and awesome. My first ride in a cop car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that was the unofficial one. The first official one was. Uh, a busboy at a restaurant in my hometown. I bust tables too. Yeah, everybody should do it. Okay, quick quick story because I have to selling things on the playground. My daughter sold somebody some kid a little like snack bag of Cheetos for eleven dollars. What? Like a couple months ago. Oh my and god. And I was like, I'm so impressed. Yeah. <laughs> You're hired. Like, yeah, I was like, like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this, but mostly I'm impressed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So funny. That's awesome. <laughs> like, my mother-in-law's like, she has to give that money back, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, not my problem. Good sale. <laughs> so your background is extremely diversified. I was on your LinkedIn, and I was like, holy cow! You did haberdashing. You ran sales for Cutlo Cut Cut Cutlery. You help small hospitals do marketing i'm assuming yeah and the automotive industry holy cow so what were your favorite experiences in all of those and uh, how did they inform how you currently assist business owners it's a long question i can ask yeah um so oh my gosh Just give me a little background. i i have i've had such a diverse background it's very diverse yeah and it's it's all been fun i mean i learned something different from each of the roles mm-hmm. even from like bussing tables you right know? um and there's things that I liked and didn't like about all of it. Um, so I don't, I'd be hard pressed to pick a favorite one. Um, one thing that wasn't on my LinkedIn profile, cause it's not, you know, super pertinent, uh, pertinent but um, I was a chimney sweep also. <laughs> and I honestly think that was one of my favorites was being a chimney sweep. That is sweep. awesome. So um, little, uh, you know, Dick, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. So that's like a thing still? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, and it's super important too, by the way, if you have a fireplace, just, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Ours is just like sealed up. We don't even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the, you know, each of those things I think taught me something that I use today. Um, but the, I think overarching theme mm-hmm. is just, you know, I, and I wrote an article about this yesterday is just about perseverance and, mm-hmm. you know, learning how to overcome obstacles and keep moving forward and, and things like that. Um, and that's one of the biggest uh, things that I talk about is, you know, teaching people how to, um, you know, just figure out a way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's as an entrepreneur, there's no, like, playbook for whatever it is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's always things that come up that you're like, God, I wish there was a book or, you know, so, some answer. You know, like, can I go to my mentor and mm-hmm. ask him this question? He's like, yep, here's how mm-hmm. you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just doesn't usually exist. So you got to adapt and overcome. Yeah. And a lot of the time, I think I find... Even if there is something, it's not exactly what you needed or like exactly what you had in mind. So you have to adopt it somehow. Yeah, totally. So that ever elusive grit that they started te- like what they're teaching now is like, how do we how do we get grit out of kids and how do we get grit out of people? That's not yeah. perseverance. Yep. 
just keep plugging along. Send him into the woods, you know, <laughs> on a vision quest. <laughs> okay. You need to lead that because I'm not going to the woods. <laughs> so let's talk about Firestorm. You've been doing that for 10 years. Why did you start Firestorm? Well, in the beginning, it was um, it was just a way for me to control my prospecting efforts for mm. another sales job. So oh, okay. we started when I was selling suits and I just... I knew that relationships were kind of the key to being successful in that. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there were some good strategic partners that would be able to refer me business on a regular basis. And I wanted to get them all in the same room. So um, I had visited some other organizations that claimed that they could do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't super impressed with some what questions I, about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, like any good entrepreneur, I'm like, I can do this better myself. And mm-hmm. so we started doing it. Um, and initially it was, there was no business idea. It was just, I want to control my prospecting. And so we started doing happy hours and then we um, had some pretty good turnouts at the happy hours. And and my buddy Chris and I um, started it together. He actually owned a title company. And there, so in the beginning, it was a little bit different than it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very much business consumer oriented. Uh, And so we had, you know, title and insurance and mortgage and real estate and um, all these, you know, sort of home buyer related Mm -hmm. services. And, um, and they, of course, like to drink a little bit. So (laughs) we, uh, we always um, met at a bar. And then, but after that, it turned into a, you know, more regular thing. And we started doing regular meetings. And, um, and then I think it was a maybe, two or three no it's it probably three and a half years after we started that it turned into a like a full-time gig so it's crazy yeah so how okay wait where am i so how is firestorm different than other networking groups so the um the biggest thing is we're strictly business to business okay. so and we're militant about it you know awesome. there's a lot of people that say that they're business to business and then you bump into some we you know a lot of mlms that are group right <laughs> yeah yeah and no yeah i mean nothing wrong with that no, like no, i, dude, I cut my teeth cool. selling cutco knives and i was really good at it mm-hmm. and i made a crap load of money mm-hmm. but that's just not a good fit you know if you're trying to sell accounting services or hr or you know mm-hmm. whatever um to a business as a cutco rep I don't have a whole lot to bring to the table mm-hmm. and you know I'm not talking to the same types of people I'm not having the same type of conversation so we're we're very strict about the business to business thing mm-hmm. and then I think you know and again a lot of people claim that they have this focus but you know we're we're really focused on long-term relationship building and strategic partnerships mm-hmm. and we're all about you know, quality over quantity. So mm-hmm. I don't want to see a big, I mean, really, there's a lot of limitations on how many relationships we can actually maintain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no sense in being in a group with a hundred people if you're only going to connect with, you know, 10 two, of them. So. Two, two of them or three of them. Yeah. Awesome. So one are, so kind of along that line, along those lines, what are some of the tools or benefits that you utilize to move your members ahead faster? So how are you guys, you know, helping create those strategic partnerships. Yeah. Um, so we, it, it's evolving mm-hmm. and has been evolving over the last, you know, it decade. Should, all so. <laughs> should be evolving. Yeah. Um, but currently we're at a point where um, we have a online learning management system that mm-hmm. we use. So there's some uh, educational courses that people go through. And really it's, you know, 
I feel like there's a lot of things that, you know, people should know mm -hmm. or that maybe they've heard before. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of my favorite quotes is to know and not to do is not to know at all. Right. So, you know, if you're not applying the knowledge, do you really actually know it? So um, there's I feel like there's some basic stuff that we try and, you know, teach people and, you know, here's how you do it. Here's how you identify who is an ideal client. Mm -hmm. Here's how you identify who else is selling to that ideal client. Here's how you figure out, you know, how do I help my fellow members out? Um, and all of that is sort of systematized and everybody awesome. gets the same curriculum. So there's sort of a common, you know, starting point. So I know that the other people in my group are on the same page. They know what I'm talking about when I use certain terminology. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's one of the big things that we do with the education component. And then um, the meetings are structured and they're run in a certain way to sort of help, you know, facilitate that relationship building process because there's, you know, it's a little bit science, a little bit art, you know, mm -hmm. um, but uh, but there's a process to it, you know, and, and it's a duplicatable and repeatable thing. So um, we we try and help people go from I don't know anything about networking to, OK, now I'm, I understand I got to build this thing and then mm -hmm. I've got to nurture it and then I can eventually at some point leverage it. Mm -hmm. So so that actually feeds into my next question, which is, and I think you and I talked about this when we had coffee, but yeah. I've seen other networking models blow up or, or burn out business owners. Sure. Um, which is why I left, basically. I was like, I can't watch the carnage. Um, <laughs> because they didn't have any foundations. Mm -hmm. The business didn't have any foundations to scale. They didn't understand what they were doing. They were just taking whatever was handed to them. Yeah. Um, so how do you guys um, help businesses mitigate that possibility of burnout or blow up are you you mean specifically when it comes to the relationship building piece yeah of it? especially like specifically in that and also like specifically in making sure that whatever leads they're given or whatever referrals they're given really yeah. are good leads yeah they're good clients and it sounds like through that ideal client avatar and things like that that you guys are helping create but yeah yeah so i mean i think it all comes down to in the beginning setting expectations mm -hmm. and you know helping people understand like what what is the goal what's the end game mm -hmm. and then working backwards from there you know like mm -hmm. um as a sales trainer one of my favorite things was reduction to the ridiculous you know like right. figure out your goal okay i want to make a million dollars this year how do i do that you mm -hmm. know it's this many sales it's the you know in order mm -hmm. to get that many sales i got to do this many calls and all that kind of stuff so um you know if you f have that end game in mind you can work backwards and figure out a plan mm -hmm. to get there and That's so everything <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's not that hard you it's know it's really not that hard but it is hard to get people to say in 10 years this is what I want yeah it is and even sometimes to get them to make that dream big enough yeah yeah and and it's really hard to um and I think especially in today's society and I'm gonna sound super old no go ahead here, keep like, going I, <laughs> I I'm not that old but god I feel right, old old. let's go <laughs> um yeah so you know and I I'm victim to it as well you know but we're in such an instant gratification kind of society, you know, mm -hmm. and if I want something, I'm, I have access to it. You know, I pick up my phone. I'm There's like, what's the to answer it. to this? Mm -hmm. You know, like Amazon prime, mm -hmm. like I'm going to, it's going to be at my door tomorrow. Love it. Yeah. It's so great. But I think it also makes us <clears throat> not very realistic in our expectations for how to grow a business and, you know, the, the timeline that that's going to take. I understand and, the process. Yeah. And the, and the commitment and the, you know, all, mm -hmm. all this stuff. So, um, I think setting expectations for this is a long-term game. Mm -hmm. This is a lifestyle. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about that a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, like starting a business. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. You know, you know, it's not a move. 
you know, you don't start a business and then you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm out. Mm-hmm. You're a business owner. Like you're in this for the long haul. Yep, like you're going to die a business <laughs> owner, you know, an entrepreneur. Like, um, otherwise, you know, if you, if your plan is to get out of the game at some point, like just don't even start. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think making people understand that this is a way to, to run your life and run your business and having that long-term focus on things, um, that's the first thing. And if, if people if they make that switch in mindset, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier, you I know, like because there, there's not that instant, like, I need leads right now. And then the other thing, again, just my sales training background and, you know, being a sales guy, mm-hmm. people do what they're incentivized to do. So right. in a lot of groups, you know, they incentivize just passing leads. Like, you got to do it because it's required or, you right. know, they're going to, you know, Kick put you your out. name up on the wall as a know. you get demerits shame you. <laughs> yeah put the dunce cap on publicly yeah. shame you yeah um and so it, it it incentivizes people just throwing out names and throwing out you mm-hmm. know leads um that really aren't that valuable yeah, so um you know we don't do that we're much more focused on quality over quantity and i want people that you know when they become a member um you know we're not the cheapest thing around we don't want to be no, um but i want deals that are going to move the needle. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want somebody to, you know, if if you're, um, you know, doing CPA accounting services, it, you know, somebody that's making 30 grand a year and just needs a, you know, 1040 Z filed, like, okay, great. That's what, a couple Mm -hmm. hundred bucks. That's not really going to move the needle for your business. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you got like 75 K ones and, you know, multiple trust accounts. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of stuff that we want to, you know, incentivize introducing you to so perfect i love it yeah so we use this word strategic partnerships so i just want you to define that for us yes yeah. because i know that probably means different things to different people totally to different sorry <laughs> it's all right <laughs> um Kirby golden retriever go ahead yeah uh okay so when i talk about strategic partners or strategic centers of influence mm-hmm. or you know whatever there's a bunch of different words that yes, i think refer to the same thing yes um what I'm looking for is people that are talking to your ideal client mm-hmm. that have visibility to the same type of conversation that mm-hmm. you do. Okay. So, you know, if you're saying, okay, I want to talk to business owners that are between maybe a million and 10 million in revenue, mm-hmm. and obviously you're doing their finances, so you need to talk to the owner or some sort of decision maker that has the authority to make, you know, that call. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if somebody is, uh, maybe selling to that same business, but they're selling office cleaning services. They're not having the same they're conversation. Not, yeah, it's not, same, it's not the same conversation. But if they're like the banker, they've got visibility to that conversation. Or, or if they're doing you know HR work or outsourced CFO work or something like that. You know, I love so. that. I love that it's, you know, we're, we're targeting people that have the exact or having similar conversations. That's yeah. hugely different than we just kind of have the same ties like we're yeah we're vendors of the same company but we have no right yeah there's other than that different levels there so i love that that's really helpful um in the in the definition for me yeah so what have been some of um, your greatest successes in growing firestorm mine personally a ton of chapters <laughs> i was just on the website how many yeah. do you have right now so i don't know 25 ish or something like that um, um yeah so we're in uh, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Massachusetts. And we had a presence and we'll kind of rekindle things, um, hopefully this year 
in Minnesota and Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we started in Minnesota mm-hmm. and then, um, I lived in Florida for a little while. Florida was a tough animal. I think, uh, I need to figure some things out yeah, there. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's different. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but definitely Minnesota. Minnesota was a great town and, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul mm-hmm. area in there's particular. There's a lot of small so. business owners there. There's a ton. And there's, there's a ton of big businesses there. There's a lot of a lot of opportunity. So, um, but I think some of the big successes have just been, um, obviously growing it, but you know, the, the realization that it was something that was going to grow and be a going concern, I love that. you know, like you start it and you're like, oh, okay, we got this thing and I don't know, what are we doing with it? And you know, it's giving me some deals for selling suits. Right. And it's was, meeting my first goal, but then it's like, yeah, and then so. and then you start to have more conversations with people, and you see the impact that it has on other people's businesses, and 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 then it starts to take on a life of its own. And now we've got people that are approaching us with these ideas, and hey, let's you know do this, and let's piggyback on this system that you've built, and do this other thing, and That's and cool. other people, it's it's starting to take on a life of its own, which is kind of fun. That so it's really cool. Yeah. Um, what have been some of the biggest obstacles? Um, gosh. There's too many to count. <laughs> I mean, you know, like any business. You well, just I know, but give me a couple and how you guys overcame some of those. Um, you know, one of the big things is running a business that has multiple locations mm-hmm. and, you know, growing out of state and figuring out, you know, the particulars of that. Um, and when, you know, there's, there's this fine line between, you know, I, I want to be very involved and I'm... I don't know. It sounds I don't know, not trying to like toot my own horn or whatever, yeah. but you know, like I'm I'm kind of the face of the business, and mm-hmm. you know, I started it, and people know me. Um, and when I'm in a city, you know, I lived in all those locations that we have um, things, except uh, except Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would move there and start groups, and then run them, and then I'd leave and go on to something else. And uh, it's challenging when you kind of make yourself the the business mm-hmm. and then you leave and people Completely are understand. like, whoa, we're abandoned. <laughs> um, so figuring out how to keep those things going mm-hmm. um, on their own. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, we're, we still haven't completely dialed it in yet, mm-hmm. but we're a lot closer now. So what are the, some of the tools you're using? So um, just like the education pieces that we've done for our members. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we started, we used to have paper manuals and we used to have, you know, sort of some online documents and things like that. But now um, making that that consistent training Mm -hmm. uh, a big piece of our our program is huge for consistency. And then also um, we do the same thing for the leadership in the chapters and for the chapter presidents. And um, there's a lot more education and, and, almost to uh, a degree of, you know, a franchise, which, you know. Systems and processes. Yeah, just make, getting that all dialed in and making, you know, sure that everybody's on the same page, consistent experience. Yeah. Yes, that's and huge. It is huge. And it's uh, it's one of those things that I think people talk about and they know that they, they need to do. And um, it's, hard. it's such a huge thing, though. It and is. it makes... Uh, it makes your business scalable when you get it all figured right? out. So I know it's like, how do I get all these things out of my head? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm. That's like been my huge focus this last year is like, how do I create processes and systems so I don't have to know everything? Yep. Um, which has been huge, and I yeah. really kind of my answer to questions a lot of the time is now like, 
mm-hmm, check the system. <laughs> it's not in my head anymore. I gave it up. Yeah. So, you know, really being able to do that so that people are empowered to, to handle things. Yeah. And um, that's such a huge thing for business owners. It's huge. It's huge. It's hard. It is and super it's a hard, hard thing too. Yeah. And, and you realize that at some point, the reason that you started the business and the things that you were good at are no longer your job. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of a, you know, a tough thing to handle too. Like, oh, I like going to the meetings and go to the social events and, hang yeah. out, you know, like that's slowly becoming not so much my responsibility anymore. That's awesome so. though. I know I was actually talking to somebody yesterday. I was like, I have this whole list of things I need to start handing off. Yeah. Um, because I can't, like I need to be doing other things. I started doing post-it notes. Every time I find myself doing something that, um, I realize I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I just make a note. I'm like, so and so, you know, is not my job. <laughs> like, goes in the pile, and I'll like have to hand that off later. Yeah, right. I know. I just have this whole like running list of like things that need to be handed to somebody. Yeah. I don't know who yet. Right. But you know, as long as we can, I think as business owners, we continue to do that. Yeah. To like recognize this is not a highest and best use of my time. Yes, I might be doing it now, but it's not something right. I want to forever be doing. Yeah. Um, that's so hugely important. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I know. I'm always like asking my business owners, okay, what's the one thing you need to give up? Yep. <laughs> so what's next for Firestorm? Oh, gosh. Um, well, the first thing, you know, I I have a interesting struggle with we could grow really fast, and I'm not sure that I want to. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't want to grow, and I don't want the money and the, you know, added, you know, presence or whatever. Um, what I don't want is for the experience for the members to change, to, to change and for it to become uh, subpar, you know, because I think there's, especially with our business and it's so people centric, you know, the, um, we need to make sure that we manage that growth and that people that come in in a new state are, you know, experiencing the same thing that they would experience here. And so it's that's, hard. it's really hard. And I get, uh, <laughs> I have this internal fight with myself pretty pretty constantly. It's like, no, 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 we should, you know, go faster and, you know, grow more and do all this. But at the end of the day, you know, my, I didn't start this business to just make money and mm-hmm. to just, you know, have a big company and it's revenue. Got a greater, greater purpose. Yeah. Like, and I really, you know, like I'm a small business owner and I really want to help other small business owners and I want to do that super well and have a high quality product that we are putting out mm-hmm. and I I won't grow at the expense of that. So um That's huge. It's good I to know. We'll figure it out one of these days. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the one key okay, so oh sorry. Before I ask my last question, uh where where or what is the easiest way for people to find you? Oh, um online is myfirestorm.com. Okay. And That's we'll link it in the description box. So we'll awesome. do that for you. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, well, we're, ways? we're on all the social medias. All you the know? social medias. You can hit us up on yeah. all the things. LinkedIn is probably my favorite and Facebook. And then we're on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> all that stuff. So <laughs> That's so funny. It's always yeah. funny to me. I was like, like we do all the things but Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I can't I'm, with the Twitter. I don't I'm know. bad at Twitter. I'm just, I'm really bad, but we're there. I'm not a you huge fan be. of it though. Yeah. <laughs> We have to be. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So final question. Okay. What is the one key thing that every business owner needs to be doing to make more sales? Ooh. 
if I have to narrow it down to one. Just give me one. Yeah. You can give me two if you really want to. No, I, you know, it's obviously my business. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think making sure that they figure out who their best strategic partners are. Mm -hmm. And there's not a ton of them. You know, Mm -hmm. there's maybe like five, Mm -hmm. maybe eight. Mm -hmm. Um, Figure out who is sending you business, who has the ability to send you business, and just pour your time and effort and energy into Mm -hmm. building a relationship with those people. And um, that's it. I mean, it's really, it's simple. It's not uh, It's not sexy. It's not sexy. (laughs) It takes time. It takes effort. You know, people. Yeah, and I think just to interject a little bit, I think you need to figure out who that person is too. Yeah. Like I could pick a financial advisor, but I have hundreds of financial advisors I could pick from. Sure. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Personality wise, you know, the types of clients they're working with. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think personality fit is a huge thing because, you know, there's uh, a type of client that you want that's Mm going to want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's not really my, not my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's totally um, true. Yeah. It has to be a fit. I think culture wise sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can dial those things in and it's such a huge thing and people, I don't think spend enough time sitting and thinking about it and you know, who, who can I build a relationship with that's going to move the needle and, and then invest in them. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to go, um, put time and energy and help them out, you mm-hmm. know, and, and go out to, coffee and lunch and dinner and build a relationship. I mean, like I said before, it's it's a long-term game and there's uh there's a lot that goes into building a relationship. It's like dating, you know, yeah, or like know. building or like a having it. Oh, there's another podcast. It's like having a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clients and strategic partners are like having puppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's care, there's feeding, there's making sure everything's healthy and happy. Yeah, totally. Hopefully your strategic par- partners don't pee on the floor. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes they might. No, just kidding. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you're interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant.